Hello there. You're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Tuesday, the 28th of September. Today, I'm joined by Julia Grossica, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi there, Julia. How are you today? Hi, Peter. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Not bad. Uh, voice is still a bit dodgy, but uh, <laughs> let's, let's just carry on. Uh, power on through. Um, so, uh, Julia, what did you find uh, that stood out for you most today in Watson's Daily? Um, the story that stood out to me today was the one about restaurants and hotels. Okay. Getting UK ministers to ease the visa rules. Yeah. Um, firstly, this emphasises the trend that every sector is being affected by um, Brexit. Mm-hmm. And, and it has been going on for a while in that sector. But mm. obviously, it's not just Brexit. It's mm. also um, COVID. Mm. But I did find the government's approach quite interesting mm-hmm. because though there are staff shortages, they seem to believe that the hospitality industry can find their workers within the current population. Mm. And I am not sure if that is the case because um, usually hus- people don't want to work in the hospitality sector for reasons such as the wage isn't ideal. The mm-hmm. hours are probably a bit a bit intense as well. But also, they're usually overqualified. So mm-hmm. if you had just finished university, that is not your dream job. Mm-hmm. So um, the question is, would ease and visas enable... Um, you know people to come in and fill in those spaces mm-hmm. and I was just also thinking um, that for example at Rosewood Hotel in London apparently said they turned away 200,000 pounds of business just last mm-hmm. week and that is like a huge number so I think I was just wondering whether the government will do what they did about the petrol shortage and give in or will they just continue their firm stance and not use the visas yeah so that was kind of what I wondered but then also um, if they do ease the visas again would that counteract kind of the Brexit um manifesto because yeah you know they're just doing what they said they wouldn't Mm. well yeah yeah, I mean I think it's a very interesting area um I think that I think that yeah you're right I think that it's it's a very um often the uh, well especially leisure industries so hotels restaurants is notoriously difficult generally speaking I mean you've got long hours minimum wage um and you know, not not necessarily nice working environments. Um, so, are is it attractive? Um, is it an attractive kind of area to be in? Not really sure. Uh, the other thing, as well, of course, is that you know a lot of people will have gone home um, either because of Brexit, um, yeah. follow it, following that, or or probably you know, probably even more have gone home because of COVID. Um, so now they've 
kind of got used to being back home, um, they've got to be tempted back over. Um, you know, why would you, why would you come back here to work to get paid not particularly well and get treated quite badly? Um, when actually there's shortages in your own country, because this is something to remember. I mean, this is not, this is not just Brexit. I mean, there's a lot of weird tweets and stuff flying around, you know, that seem that take this very high and mighty attitude of, you know, you voted for Brexit. This is what happens. Yeah. And you're like, well, no, because that no one could foresee um, what happened with COVID. So, um, so yes, the Brexit thing, yes, definitely did um, cause people to at least um, have second thoughts, but um, COVID is what pushed them over the edge. So the thing is, is how do you get people back here? Um, I think that what you've got to do is you've got to offer these temporary visas. You can't be sort of faffing around with a three month or six month or something. I think you've really got to do a year um, to yeah. make it worth their while because you've got to live somewhere. Um, you know, a lot of these, you've got to live somewhere. There's a lot of upheaval when you go and move to another country and start working there. So I think that it's important that they make it attractive by doing something like that. Um, and in sort of to address the second part of what you were saying, which is, um, does this, you know, is the, is the government going to cave? Are they going yeah. to just think, well, um, we could, or, or are they going to think, well, we can't, we can't cave because the Brexit, the Brexiteers are the ones that won us the election. Well, yeah. I, I would argue that actually now is a, is a fantastic time to do those, uh, you know, to, to make those concessions and say it's a temporary visa and they can spin it. They can say, well, you know, it's a temporary visa. It's only going to be a year and that's it. The doors really are going to close then. Um, I think that they need to, to, you know, they can, if they bring that in, um, they can yeah. squash any accusations as to selling out or just, you know, reneging on on their on their uh, pre-election promises, um, but they can say, "Well, look, you know, this is unprecedented. No one saw it come." Uh, I haven't said a precedent, unprecedented for ages with regard to COVID because I <laughs> yeah. remember distinctly trying to avoid using those two words in the same sentence. But um, <laughs> I think that uh, they have. It's gone on for yeah, it's gone on for a while now. We are now in a position of I not. I don't think maximum pain, but you know, it's certainly visible pain because I remember saying about a month or so ago, um, you know, when we were talking about lorry driver shortages and stuff, that I feel that the government had to wait until we saw more pain, um, you know, uh, in, before they actually did something. Because if they did it too early, the Brexiteers would just start waving their hands around and saying, we didn't vote for this. Um, but then you've got to get them on side as well. And by leaving it running for a bit and and bringing it home to them that um, this is this is serious, yeah. you're not getting any petrol, you're not getting yeah. any food, then then they were like, well, okay, yeah, we'll 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 just sit this, yeah, we'll just step back a bit um, on the rhetoric. So I don't know. I mean, I think that it's it's uh, you know obviously difficult times, um, but I think that ultimately the right thing to do is to lift the visa restrictions, but they must say this is going to be, you know, whenever it will, may be, let's say Christmas 2022 um, will be the, the last, or you're allowed 
this visa will last for the entirety or to the end of um, 2022. And then after that, we shall review the situation. They get them, give themselves an out. So if they then decide to extend, they can say, well, we did say that we were going to revisit. But it also would would, um, appease the Brexiteers by giving it an end rather than saying, oh, well, we'll just let it run. Um, So, I mean, I, I would expect that to happen myself, but that's just an opinion. Yeah, I think I, I do agree. I think the visas should definitely not be six months as that would not be very attractive no. to um, like people outside of the UK, especially as mm. we were saying earlier, there's shortages in other countries. And if they're getting better pay there, why would they go out of the yeah. way yeah. to come here? Exactly. So the, the moral of all that is... Um, Let's let's all be nice to um, to all the lorry drivers and all delivery drivers, etc. Um, because you know they they. But that's the thing, isn't it? It's I I was thinking this the other day that um, you know like all the things that your parents may have said in uh, growing up, like study hard, get the grades. You know, <laughs> want you to be uh, a professional. Otherwise, if you don't, you're going to end up stacking shelves at Sainsbury's, or you're going to be pushing trolleys, or you're going to. Well, actually, when you think about it, um, a lot of the time it's these jobs and these people that have kept everyone going. And, you know, I think that even though people are probably going to forget to be grateful for it, um, it does mean that I think people appreciate other jobs much more than they did do um, in the past. But uh, but anyway, we shall see, won't we? We shall see. Um, Yeah. What did you find interesting? So um, I thought that the thing that was, uh, you know, I I liked was um, Facebook. So uh, there's a a bit of news today about Facebook and they were, um, they were, they were, they are trying to institute, uh, sorry, introduce um, something called Instagram kids for, so Instagram for kids essentially. And um They've been. They've had to suspend this because of the massive pushback that they've had from parents and um, regulators and, and such like. Um, and they're, you know, they're being criticised. They're saying that they there are concerns about the effect on the mental health um, of young kids um, you know, yeah. with regard to this because of all the bullying and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So um, I thought that was really interesting because. This is another example of everyone just rounding up and, and you know, giving Facebook a good kicking. So yeah. it's like Facebook's being punched in the stomach. It's now lying on the floor and everyone's just lining up to kick it, um, you know. And it, it just it, uh, you just think that um, it, it is going to have to at least look like it's doing something um, to appease all these, um, all these criticisms. I mean, ultimately, I think they'll win. I think that they'll carry on and they'll do it but they'll have to make some sacrifices in terms of um you, you know what what they what they do with it and and maybe how 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 they use it but ultimately i think that um they will win but i, d- I don't know what do you think about instagram um you know kids using instagram yeah i think well personally i was saying earlier to you um that kids will get instagram if they want to get instagram yeah so i think the backlash is a bit 
I guess it's not pointless, mm. but maybe extreme because you can easily lie um, about your age. I, mm. I remember doing it myself. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. No, I'm sure you didn't. So I'm sure you didn't. No, I'm sure I didn't. An I didn't. Actually, no, I didn't. I, didn't. <laughs> no, no, um, I think you heard someone who did. Doing that's probably, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, anyway, yeah, come on. <laughs> um, but it's so easy to do, but then you can yeah. change your ages. Apparently. And apparently, Acor- according to, accordingly, to, to friends um, that you know. Yeah, to my yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I saw my friends doing it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's really easy. So I think the restrictions that Facebook mm. are mentioning where parents would be able to, you know, control what their children are doing. I think mm. people should look at the benefits of that, yeah. especially that, the children can lie and if then they do have the platform to have a children's instagram they mm. wouldn't then go and lie onto the adults one where um you know parents don't have access really mm. to what's going on yeah. so um i think it is a good idea because you can't really stop it and if mm. you can make it safer why not yeah no, I think it's interesting what you say there, and I've obviously I've got two uh, two kids who are would be very keen um, on on Instagram, and yeah. uh, so I you know I'm I'm in this I I'm uh, I guess I will be affected um, uh, by this, and I do you know I I feel very strongly about the whole internet bullying thing. Um, thankfully, yeah. th- thus far, I've not. Uh, I've not seen it with my kids um, and they've not been affected thus far, but you know, that can obviously change, you know, could change today, could change tomorrow, you know? And, and I think that, you know, may, maybe um, something like this could make them put in more controls to stop people from trolling, you know, and, and ironically take some sort of inspiration from what the Chinese are trying to do at the moment, which is to, you know, you, you've got to log on with your real name, you've got to have an address, you know, you've got oh, yeah, to be identifiable. Yeah, I and think I think that would yeah. decrease the amount of people um, posting whatever they post. Yeah. That's mean because if there's an identity, you know, um, people, employers can find that, yeah, and it would definitely ruin like reputations. Well, it depends what you do on Instagram, doesn't it? I mean, I don't, I don't know true. what you, I don't know what you do. I don't know. All my, all my stuff is <laughs> is above board, and you know, is is all family, family friendly. So, um, but I mean, Mine no, is I, as well. <laughs> but it's no, not me. <laughs> yeah, no. in general, no, I, but, I don't bully anyone. <laughs> no, but I mean, I do think that I think that um, you know, I I, I do think that the, this whole uh, mental health aspect, bullying. Um, and, and I suppose it's to anything to do with stuff that involves photo, photos and things like that. Um, and that's probably the most damaging. And, you know, you could fat shame and all sorts of horrible things um, to people on there. So, yeah, I think, you know, if they can come up with something that works, um, that would be good. And I, I think they I'm sure they will, because. I think that the upside here, there is real upside here. Um, so I think that that's, that's potentially good. And ironically, um, it might even make it more friendly for other jurisdictions where 
you know where where facebook is is not welcome yeah. for instance so and yeah instagram's not welcome so i you know i think that this is a this would be an interesting one to watch but i do feel that they are going to have to that they will make concessions because they've put I'm, imagine they've put a lot into this and they want it to work uh and who knows yeah, i mean maybe I think it is a good idea i do yeah i think it has good prospects just, yeah. right now maybe it wasn't the best time to launch yeah i suppose so i mean i don't know when you know if, if there was another lockdown or something like that again if they if they introduced it then you know, maybe it would be uh, a, 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 you know like it will benefit like zoom did for instance you know i mean it could be the next zoom because if people do, if if let's say like i said i really hope there isn't but you know if there is another lockdown and people have to do homeschooling again my god that would be horrendous but um <laughs> you know if they did that again then something like the introduction of instagram kids would just go bananas um but uh, but anyway, no, I, I think this, it's an interesting thing. I also wonder where will they take, exp- um, would this maybe give inspiration to other platforms to implement similar measures to try to, yeah. um, to get the regulators off their back to say. I, think, I just I don't think, I think Snapchat, I don't know why can I remember this. I have like Snapchat kids. Maybe yeah. I completely made this up. Yeah. But yeah, um, I remember them. I don't know what happened to that. But I think I think it's definitely um something that could be companies done. will yeah. I mm. mean definitely if you... it's like children of children, yeah. It's safer, but but then could adults who are posting yeah inappropriate content or yeah. trying to I don't know, could they just again lie about their age and say that twelve? Yeah. yeah. So um or whatever they are, I think yeah. that's an issue. Yeah, no, but there then, is. Yeah, it works both ways. Exactly. So, I mean, I think that uh, we'll see anyway what happens. I believe that they will carry on and they will implement measures. And I hope that um, the measures that they do implement, maybe other platforms will take those as inspiration and potentially make um, make social media a, a, a safer uh, and more positive place. Yeah. Um, but uh, but at the moment it's just running riot, and you know I, it's such a so sad when you hear people who've who've uh, you know taken their own lives and uh, or have um, yeah. mental health problems as a result. I mean, it, it really is it really is terrible, and I I do think that the the uh, big tech needs to to take responsibility and and not just hide behind the whole freedom of speech um malarkey because you know f- there's freedom of speech and spreading hate um and I, I think that that's that's you know we that needs to be cracked down on so anyway so there you go on that i guess on that philosophical note um we could we could uh end ends today um so um yeah i'll just say uh today thank you very much indeed uh julia for for being on this uh on this podcast once more um thank you for having me no problem at all and uh also and we'll be back again tomorrow uh to discuss more stuff uh in the in that's in the news uh in the meantime 
if your may may your may your local petrol station be open if you're <laughs> if you're low and uh, and may your supermarkets be forever full and not empty of shelf um and i'll leave on that note uh thank you very much indeed for listeners for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow and hopefully my voice will be better thanks a lot bye thank you bye, bye.